0: Greetings, and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shira M'daf film. My name is Yitzchak Shalom, and now we are in Masachet Pesachim Daf Membet Amud Aleph, about to look at the first Mishnah, this is the third parak. As I wrote on the introductory piece, the third parak is devoted to defining what chametz is, various forms of chametz that still are forbidden, and at what stage in rising something is called chametz. Ve'elu ovrin baPesach. The following are violations on Pesach. Kuta Shechah Hamadi, Chometz Adomi, Vezaitom Hamitzri, Vezoman Shul Now, these are all things that are not out and out chametz. Kuta Bably, for instance, is something that is a mixture that has some chametz in it. Shechah Hamadi is a mead made by meads. Chometz uh, Adomi is a particular kind of a vinegar. Vezaitom mitzri is a drink made in, in uh, the, the Egypt. Zoman Sabahim is a uh, paint base, a prime, primer. primer, minan shel tabachim is something that's made for bakers. In other words, the last uh, two of these, at least, are things that are made not for food use. So therefore, they're called chometz nukchev. The koran shel sofrim, also the um, dust that's made that's used to uh, glue for uh, for scribes. He says that it applies also to women's jewelry. Zakl, here's the rule dagan. As long as it's a grain, over Pesach. It's a violation on Pesach, of course, if it's chametz. Haray harabein ben mishum Important to note that there is a prohibition against these, but there is no kareit for eating them. <coughs> the first group that referred to is tarugat chametz, and the second one, of course, is chametz nukshe, as I mentioned. There's three things they say about this famous kutach habavli dish. We've encountered it before. We said it lasts for a very long time. It makes you a little light, light-headed. It blinds you. It weakens you. They didn't like it. Because it had all this cream in it. It would blind you because of the salt. Because it had in it some sort of a uh, mold. Because it was there for a long time. The three things that increase excrement and they make you bend over. They take away one five hundredth of your sight. Dark bread, new meat, raw vegetables. Three things accomplish the opposite. They stand you up and they make you have better sight. Good bread, fat meat. V'yayin yashan, an old wine. Patnikia, what does that mean? Clean bread. Desmida, fine, fine flour. Basar shamein, desfirtah lo iftach, which is a goat that never gave birth. Yayin yashan is atik atiki, meaning very old. Kol Mile de mali lahai, kasha lahai, de kasha lahai, mali lahai. So everything that's good for this is bad for that, bad for this is good for that. Gibila, Retiva, except for wet ginger, Upilpuli, richta and long peppers, or and good clean bread, Shantu, we mentioned, Tamale, Kule, gufe. In other words, if rem- remember we had in the seventh parak Brachot a list of things that are good for one part of the body and bad for another. And here they said everything is good and bad. It's good for one part, bad for another part. Good for the heart, bad for the vision, whatever. Except for these five things that are good for everything. Okay, Shachar Hamadi. Why is the Sheikh Ramadi, why is this mead from Media a uh, violation of Bali Rabbali Matze? Because they put barley in it, barley water. Chometz Adomi, why? They throw barley into that also. Originally, in the times of the Mikdash, when they would bring the wine libations from Yehuda, it wouldn't be machmits until they put barley in it. They used to call it vinegar. Now they have the wine from Adom from Idumia. It's not Edomia until they actually put barley in it. And that's where our came from. The it fits the Pasuk, I will fill in that which is empty. What's the drasha? Amale is read as <laughs> that when Yehuda is successful, Adom is down. When Adom is successful, Yehuda is down, and that's why if somebody tells you that Caesarea and Yerushalayim are both succeeding, don't believe them, both failing, don't believe them, but if they tell you one is up and one is down, then you could believe them for that reason. Um, they're going to struggle with each other. So one will have the good wine and then the other will have the good wine. It used to be that if you bought vinegar from an amar arts, it would come from dregs that aren't chayav and maaser. Now, if you buy vinegar, it's a laser. You have to take maaser. Because now it comes from wine. The, the wine the quality of the wine had gone down, and they were getting the vinegar from there. So Rabbi but Rabbi Huda therefore holds the dregs do not have to take. You have to take mas from dregs. If you put dregs in and then you put water in three parts to one, and you end up with the right amount, patur. Meaning, if you end up with still four parts of three parts of wine, which means the temet didn't do anything, then it's patur. Rabbi because it says the temet itself needs to have Masro taken. <coughs> what he meant was not that Temet's not which it's just the Ami take Masra from Temet, because I guess they don't mind. The other possibility is they are suspected of not taken. It's the Temet of different kinds of grapes. In some cases, they would take them, and in some cases, uh, they would not, so you'd have to know which one it was. Um, So if they would put the water onto the, uh, onto the seeds, and then all there is really is no part of the fruit, then there really is no chiyuv of ma'asrot. Okay, the next thing in the Mishnah was zetom mitzri My ha-mitzri, what is that? Torev Yosef, talta So it's a mixture of barley and of salt. Papa, sorry, sa'ari, ma'alchiti? He said it wasn't barley, it was wheat. So an that was the siman. Tawulahu, first they would soak it, and they would roast it, and grind it. They drink it from from um, the uh, from pesach until shavuot. To come if somebody was kinda of wrinkled, this would loosen him up. Udirabi if somebody was kinda of loose, this would wrinkle him up. sakanta, but it was very dangerous for a sick person or a woman who was pregnant to drink it. So the next thing was mentioned was this primer. This is the kind of white waters that they would use to to, 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 uh, to wash them like a prayer. This was bread from grains that had not grown a third and were harvested early. They would put it on top of a pot and it would soak up all, the, all of the, the smells from what was being cooked in there. What's that? here in Babel we explain it means <coughs> Sorry, it's like this glue. This is the the uh, the sort of makeup that the, the rich girls would, leave, would use that they would leave over for the whatever they was left would leave for the girls, for the poor girls to have. He said, in our Mishnah, we have four that are based on location and three based on livelihood. We had Mitzri and Bavli, etc. But if you say sofrim here is not a livelihood, but it's of the rich, then the, that, that, that memory tool of three and four and three doesn't work. So you say it's that glue that's used by the sofrim. What do they call it? The voice. It should be of the tanners, because it's used for the parchment. Because they use it to glue together or stick together the various papers that they that they have when they write documents. They want to put a bunch together. Okay, the nashim. He added women's jewelry. You think jewelry? It means treatments that they would put on their face that were had a grain base they would come of age for the, but they weren't yet old enough, meaning that they had already reached puberty, but they were young. the problem is they would get a little perhaps a little bit of um looking a little too mature. they'd have a little hair on their face, perhaps, and the the young girls, the poor girls, sorry, would take. Plaster, and put it on their face. This is a depilatory. They would use flour, and the, uh, the, the royalty would use myrrh oil. That's what we hear about in Megillat Esther that they're using that. That's what they would call it. It's myrrh oil. He said, no, it was olive oil from very unwrap, unripe olives. So he said there was another thing called on same thing, it was olive oil from olives that had not reached a third of their ripening, and it was a depilatory and also made the skin look very good. Um, and now the uh, end of the Mishnah, so we said anything that is from a kind of grain. So you can ask the question, once you have the general rule, that anything that has grains in it, if it leavens, it's a violation of chametz, then why do they have to list all seven of these things? The four locations and the three livelihoods? Uh, and the answer is that you should be familiar with them. You should know Kutach and, and uh Koban Shulsofrim. There was a fellow from the of Israel who came to Bavel, had some meat. So he said, Give me some from the Tchol, He heard them saying, Oh, it's Kutach, came the he knew what kuta chabavli was from the Mishnah. He knew that it was halavi, that it was dairy, and immediately moved away because he realized that he couldn't have that with meat. So in other words, it's important to know, know what these foods are so you'll know when you hear about them how to respond properly. Okay, we'll pause this point and we'll pick it up with the next podcast at Hare Elu times, you should have a wonderful day.